Hi, it's Natasha. And Khalil. And we are the co-hosts of Woke and Free. Thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in to our 159th episode of Woken Free. If you've been tuning in every week for Woken Free Wednesday, you know that Woken Free is all about being real and honest with each other and you. We talk about everything and anything important to us, you, the world, and nothing is off the table. This week, we're doing another Woken Free story time called 21 Questions About Success. Before we dive deep into that subject, we have your favorite time of the day, the opportunity I live for, which is to talk to myself for several minutes. This is really great. You know, I'm glad that you live for this. It's, it truly warms my heart, dearest. You're welcome. <laughs> so without further ado, have you downloaded this episode on WokenFree.com through the, through the Podbean app? If not, then please proceed to do that. That is fantastic. Why? A, it's how you show support, but most importantly, it's how you join the conversation. By downloading the episode that's a, through the Podbean app, that is how you can add your comments. And so you can tell us, hey, Tosh, hey, Khalil, I agree, I disagree, or well, what about this? Any of those thoughts that come through your head, that's where you got to put them down through the comments. All right. Now, if you're listening to the show on, say, other platforms and you're like, we love you, we need you, we want you. However, not downloading another app, a little bit of tears come out, but it's okay. As long as you are definitely subscribed to the show on whatever other platforms you're catching this on. And then, of course, if you can heart, if you can like, all of that good jazz, guys. So what are other platforms that may come to mind for you? So maybe you're catching this through iTunes or TuneIn or Stitcher Stitcher or Google Play or our YouTube channel or SoundCloud or iHeartRadio or Spotify. We're on 30 different plus platforms. So if you go to WokenFree.com and you go to the Listen tab, that's a really good place to give you kind of a spectrum of all the different platforms that you can catch a show on. Now, when it comes to sharing, sharing is caring, absent COVID-19, bigotry, racism, sexism, any of those isms situation, right? And here, well, why am I talking about this? So first of all, when you like something, what do you like to do? You like to talk about it. You like to share it, right? Don't don't play games. So if you are a fan of Woken Free, if you are a part of Woken Free Nation, then that means you not only are consuming the content each and every week, but you're sharing it. You're getting the word out. No one could be a better ambassador than you. Yes, you. So make sure you're getting this out to friends and family. Quickly, if you've subscribed to the show via email, which you can do on the homepage on wokenfree.com, then you can get you get an email every week for the new episode announcement. And what can you do? You can simply forward. You can also share stuff on social media. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, TikTok, and Pinterest at Woken Free. So with that, one more thing. I know you're like, more Tosh? Yes, more. If you have 90 seconds, yes, you heard me correctly, 90 seconds, what could you do with that? Well, you can cook rice in the microwave, which is fascinating. Yes. <laughs> and I will never get tired of saying that. Yeah, you like that I brought that up. A hundred percent, a hundred percent, because I enjoy that rice thoroughly. <laughs> also, in addition to eating that rice, you can review the show. So you can review the show on any of the platforms that allow that, that you're catching this on. So definitely iTunes, definitely five stars. Thank you. And of course, other places like TuneIn or Google Play or iHeartRadio, Spotify, dot, dot, dot. Right, guys? So again, go to the listen tab on WokenFree.com. Pick your platform of choice where you may want to review the show on. And then scene end. It's like, it's always sad though when it, when the scene ends. But what about when the next scene begins? That's what I live for. Shall we? A hundred percent. What is success? You know, it's funny that you asked since we're talking about success in this episode. Let's <laughs> get started with question number one. Okay, so I would define success as a unique formula that is defined individually by each and every one of us. So for me, my formula includes happiness, wellness, generational wealth, community impact, and positive long-standing change. 
though that if I had to, and that's just like some terms, but I think that that, that encompasses most like 95%. Maybe I'm missing out on some things, but I think that that would be my formula for defining and distinguishing success for myself. How about right. you? I didn't think of it for myself. I just think of it in general mm -hmm. and it's best described as a positive self-assessment of oneself is what I think success is. Mm -hmm. And the criteria is up to the individual, but accomplishing or striving towards goals is one way to judge your own level of success. That's mm. what I think of when I think of success. It's not a combination because for some people, it may be a combination of things you mentioned, mm -hmm. but for some people, I don't think that even decides what they would constitute as successful. So mm. some people, it's only one thing. It could just be the community impact. True. So it's, it's to me, success is up to the individual. All right. Question number two with fire. Do most people want to be successful? Yes, but they also self-sabotage as well. So that can make it tricky to know if they really are aiming for success. Sometimes people have a worthiness issue, I think, and that causes them to not really want to be successful. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. For me, I would say the answer is yes and no. I believe people do want to be successful. However, similar to what you're talking about, I think life happens. And sometimes also people don't take the, the space in their mind and in their life to figure out what successful means to them. And they let distractions, whether that be people, whether that be life circumstances, whether they that be self-esteem, whatever the situation is, get in the way of their success. And then before they know it, their life is, you know, come to an end and they may or may not have achieved what exactly they want to at that point. But it, it changes also success for a person at five is different than success at like 55 or yeah. 95. So it's, it's a continuum. And, and so it's, but yeah, I would say yes and no. Question three is success guaranteed. Absolutely not. People have to work towards achieving their success. If you do nothing, then you will receive nothing. So if you understand that fact, then you understand that you get what you put into this world. However, there even there's a caveat to that because everything you work on does not necessarily become successful, but you're a lot closer to being able to achieve it if you actually do something as opposed to just doing nothing. All right. I think I agree. Mm -hmm. I would say no. But the only thing I say is if your mind is focused, it actually can be guaranteed. And maybe mm -hmm. the, the success, it changes, like your criteria changes in, on the path mm -hmm. towards one of your goals. So I think, I think you can, you can actually guarantee success. It just might not Oof. be the original goal that you're aiming at. That's, mm. I'll put that for okay. That's As the a caveat. caveat. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Question four. If you work hard, will you be successful? No, I think sometimes we have the wrong idea of what success is. So it was like I was saying before, our success goal, it can actually change. And what happens is, is that there's, I think there's a lot of people working towards the wrong goal. So that often does lead to failure. If mm. you're trying to be like a, a movie star, but mm -hmm. maybe you really should have been an opera singer, you know, some in a oh, similar field, but okay. your talents lie, like they're a little bit more specific. You're not playing up to your strengths. Gotcha. Yeah. Even, and I could bring a good example. I just, cause I remember in his book was, mm -hmm. and it's almost a lot of people have the dream of trying to be a rap star. But Charlemagne the God, he thought he, he could be a rapper. He had a weird name, but somebody had told him that he was really terrible at it and that he should do like radio hosting That's instead. Hilarious. Actually, it's not, but I mean. And then he ended up doing the hosting <laughs> and it actually worked out. He found that he was yeah. good at it. So that's a. That's interesting. Side story. And so that speaks to kind of, again, what I was talking about that clarity and understanding success for you, right? Because yeah, some of us have hopes and dreams. Like I love to be a, I love to dance and I love to sing. Am I meant to be a dancer and singer? Probably not. Do I think I could do endeavors that allow that? Possibly, right? But is, would I consider that a part of my success strategy for myself? It's, it's, you know. You it, might be destined to make a show called Tasha's Got Talent. Amazing. I like where just... we're going with this though. <laughs> yeah. Oh, where I identify other people's talent yeah. and I get to talk smack the entire time. Maybe. Yeah. Amazing. It's, it's up I to you. It's your, this your show. my strength as a communicator. <laughs> yes. I like where we're going with this. So you can have this. a combination of your and then, things you and like And then I to can do. comment in, in dance and speak. Yeah, you can be do you can be dancing <laughs> while telling them this. You know, I think that that might apply to an episode we, we, we talked about. 
before the word starts with C and ends with G, but I won't say it if you know what I'm saying. No, you don't actually. No, I have no clue. Oh, no. Okay, uh, but it's an episode that. Yes, we talked about comedians and the connection between comedy and. You don't know. No. Okay. All right. Well, the the I was just teasing because it's like I I don't want to make a mock of myself. So I oh, I don't know right. if necessarily that would be uh, the most appropriate way to provide constructive feedback. <laughs> but I do like the idea of having Natasha's talent show. That that's that tickles my tickles me pink. Now, essentially, to answer the question, I would say. No, I believe everything happens for a reason. Sometimes we work towards a goal and sometimes things don't come to pass as we expect that they should. And it doesn't mean that that's a failure. I don't really believe in the concept of failure. What I believe is, and your mom actually taught me to send you this, which is contrast, right? For us to understand what good is, we have to experience bad. Doesn't mean bad means you failed. It means it's the alternative to good. It's a contrast. So if something doesn't happen, is it a failure? Not necessarily. Uh, it's just that it wasn't meant to be is really kind of where that lives. And sometimes we work really hard on goals and we spend a lot of time and energy doing stuff. And it's just, you know, it's not meant to be. And that's out of our control. You can only control what you do and how you show up for life. You don't control whether that endeavor is successful. And you leave it at that. Question five. What book about success has helped you the most? Definitely The Secret by Rhonda Byrne. You can you can find the link on WokenFree.com in the episode. Notes, ultimately, if you truly, really want to be successful in this world, you have to not only have a great understanding of the law of attraction, but you have to also learn how to master it in your own life. By doing this, this will help you on your journey of success much more than any other book that you could probably read about finance or business or any other even like kind of MBA type of content. I think that the law of attraction is undervalued and underutilized and the people who know it and use it uh, celebrate and sit in their high horse <laughs> because they're like, thank God I learned this. Oh my goodness. And the rest of us are like, why is this happening? And why can't I understand? Because we're not getting it. We're not understanding the the value of the law of attraction. That's definitely a good book. Mm-hmm. And I would definitely put that on a must-read list. Correct, yeah. But I think for me, Rich Dad, Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki was mm. kind of the most eye-opening book I read because it just it, it opened my eyes that uh, to be kind of successful or to get to a certain place in life, you can't rely on just the public education and yes. old things you've been taught. You have to actually go out there and increase your knowledge and you have to do it on your own. People aren't going to hand this to you. So yes. even the, even though the, the book is a financial book, you learn more about kind of like what society is doing and what you need to do to be really equipped to handle the the world. I mm. think there's like there's a lot of there's a lot of messages in this book and not everything is as it seems either. That's Definitely. the thing. Mm. So that that's what I I like this book it made it opened my my thinking capabilities. Okay. <laughs> Think cool. out of thinking more outside of the box than even usual. Word Question six, what has been your most meaningful moment of success to date? Becoming woke and free. Hey, I like, <laughs> I like the way you think, sir. And just like from that book, mm -hmm. partially what I learned is not believing in everything taught to me mm -hmm. when I was such a young lad and believe things. <laughs> oh, yeah, because you're so incredibly old now. <laughs> <laughs> you're funny. I'm up there now, so. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, we did have a birthday this year, so, yes. <laughs> God. I got really. older this year, actually. It was crazy. <laughs> As do most of us. Oh, all right. You think you think people have a birthday this year? Are you joking? <laughs> <laughs> Just make it sure. I don't know. If they're alive, yes. Oh, well, no, but remember, we talked about it. We had an episode. If you're on a leap year, technically you Aww, don't have your birthday. Oh, that's sad. This isn't Aww. a leap year, so you got to wait <laughs> for your birthday oh, to come sad. around. So not everyone has Yeah, a so birthday. technically everybody doesn't have a birthday this year. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> now, for me to answer the question, I would say learning to accept who I am. For most of my childhood, wow. I hated myself. I was disgusted with myself. I tortured myself and tormented myself. A, because I didn't have a lot of friends or support or, or a lot of 
love <laughs> and uh, and the love that I needed to help me feel loved and and make me feel supported and appreciated. And the minute and and you know you've played a big role in me being able to figure out my own self-love journey and then also being a content creator and being an entrepreneur and being a coach and helping other people through their trauma and all of that good stuff has helped me figure out what is the regiment that I needed for myself in learning how to accept me. And there's been nothing more freer than being able to do this. And this freedom and this unapologetic approach to life has made me a better woman, wife, entrepreneur, content creator in, in ways that I couldn't even describe. So yeah, I think when you can learn to accept yourself a hundred percent and not really care what other people think about you and what other people are uh, say about you, you're free in a way that no one can take away from you. So wow, that's amazing. <laughs> Question seven. What do you think is the hardest thing about being successful? Child, please. <laughs> Uh, I mean, the time it takes, right? As some, Truly. You know, as someone who's constantly working on my patience game, meaning, <laughs> as you know more than anyone, uh, what a struggle this really is. I grew up extremely impatient. And 34 years later, <laughs> the journey is not that much better uh, than what it was when I was six. True. However, I, I have made some strides. I know I could make more, but I've I've tried to be a bit better. It's challenging every single day. It's a, it's a journey. Uh, but the time it takes to be successful, I think, is probably the hardest thing for human beings to wrap their mind around. Because why? We live in a time of instant gratification. We are inundated with stories of people who have these, uh, what is this, like overnight success stories, which as we know, right, it's it's not, it's 34 years of overnight success, yeah. <laughs> right? We only see the tail end. We didn't see the 29 years that it took for this person to have the news article and entrepreneur and, and fortune and, and, and fast company, right? We only see the tail end. So people aren't conceptually understanding what it takes to be successful. And if you think about it, Look how long it took for you to learn everything you know to date, right? It didn't take a, a day. It took years and years and, and, and decades <laughs> to figure out who you are today. Yet somehow people want to be successful and have a successful business in a year. Get a clue, right? Like get a grip, guys. Uh, so that I think is probably the hardest thing, especially if you happen to be an, someone who's on a patient's game journey like I am. Yeah, I could see that. Mm-hmm. I think the hardest thing is trying to judge your success based on someone else's success. Because that's that keeping up with the Joneses kind of thing. You see that they got the new big body bends and now Mm. you're trying to get that. Mm. (laughs) You're like, oh, no, I can't. So I'm not successful. Mm. They're successful, though. They Mm. have that. People do that. And it's like, wait, you're judging it just off of others. Do you really want that? Is that exactly like, why are you just judging it off of them? Is it something that you truly just want to have? Like, you got to come up with reasons that you really want this success, right? Don't say that somebody else has it and your success. Yeah. yeah. Don't define it based off of somebody else. Absolutely. And And your (laughs) story can never be defined by anyone else's story. And, and also you don't know what, what they lost to have what they have. Yeah. And also what they want, right? They might have that Benz, but they also might want a family and they'll never have that. And you have a family. Yeah. They might, they might feel that they're actually not successful and they're just showing it. They're buying these like, Toys these and objects to try and, um, to like make up for something else so don't use that as a barometer basically for exactly. your success question number eight how do you manage pursuing success and also dealing with and living with uh, a relationship or having a relationship i think you just have to make sure you devote time towards the goals or whatever mm-hmm. that success means to you and the relationship mm-hmm. so i think a good idea is kind of planning that out with your partner, like letting them know what you're trying to work towards and yes. why you're trying to work towards it. And that'll give them a, a idea of why you're doing things that you do. Mm. And they won't just question you, be like, wait, why are you not getting sleep? I mean, you don't like me anymore. So it could be stuff like that. All right. Why did you have to go to that example? Because I, I just came up with that. Are you just a G like that? <laughs> I don't. I mean, it could be some. It could be something else. Always you know throwing what? me under the bus All right, for so, my sleeping habits. No, but watch this. I, I'm going back in time and I'm changing that example. So the example is: Why are you always out so late painting the fence? Why can't you just 
paint the fence in the morning. Mm. See, that example doesn't hit right. That's why I used the other one. <laughs> it doesn't hit that well. So reverse, rewind, <laughs> fast forward. Amazing. All right. So my answer would be, I think it's really important to choose someone who supports your dreams. And and why? Because that's really going to be the best way to manage both the relationship and your success journey. If you can't find someone who's going to support, motivate, and inspire you to go after your goals and not be an impediment to you moving forward, you're going to struggle in ways that are unnecessary and a complete waste of time. Time is the most valuable asset you have in life. Don't waste it, especially not on other people and other foolish behavior. Someone either wants you to win or they don't. <laughs> and if they do, then they'll do whatever that it, they need to to make you win. And yeah, not ask you crazy questions of like, why are you? Nope. How can I help you is the question, not the inquiry or the assessment or judgment of your journey. Really just finding ways to support you, giving constructive feedback when asked and uh, and keeping it moving forward. Question nine. Should you talk about your success publicly? Oof, that's a good one. So yes, after you achieve your outcomes. Uh, I say this because sharing the process is probably not going to be as helpful as you think it's going to be. Most people are really unaware of how many haters they have in their network and within their friend network and their family network. And it's really, I've learned as I've gotten older, the value of just moving in silence. A lot of people want to understand how the sausage is made. Unless you're in the company and you're making things, you don't need to understand that. What you can do is you can congratulate me after I've sold my million sausage. You don't need to know how the sausage is made. That's okay. Because a lot of people, what they do is, and we've talked about this, the judgment piece, right? Because you you show someone how the sausage is made and they're like, well, why do you do it like this? And why is it, you know, yeah. and, it's, and it really derails the whole process. Move in silence, achieve what you set out to achieve and, and let that speak volumes. They don't, the silence is, is how you need to move. You don't need to talk about every little thing you're doing. Just do and, and just leave it at that. I would say yes, but do not gloat and belittle others by mm. comparing your achievements against theirs. I think that's kind of wrong. Oh, definitely. I'm very like, petty. Yeah, just because you're, so, you know, you've reached your level of success doesn't mean you've got to like tout that over others. No, yeah, because but if you reach your level of success, the next thing you need to do is create bigger goals and dreams. Because you should not ever get to a point in your life where you achieved everything. There's more to achieve. <laughs> so whenever you reach the pinnacle create new pinnacles for yourself. Otherwise, you're not constantly evolving and growing. Yeah. Question 10, who has helped you the most uh, to be successful to date? The one, only, and everything, Lord Almighty. You should really be ashamed of yourself. <laughs> <laughs> because of how you feel on, on that word. So. All right. Well, that, that word is otherwise known as the universe. Ah, great corrector. <laughs> but i have to say that because how many times have we heard that well you know listen god first <laughs> yeah <laughs> so Twerk second. A lot. well <laughs> maybe i don't know that might come in a in third or twerking for jesus a nice combo that there you go combined there the two. you go yep ultimately i would say it's hard that's a hard question but ultimately i would say you after 16 years together i would oh, say nice. i that. don't think i've known anyone else maybe other than like my parents who've helped me as much as you have be successful at this point because i think there's there's different stages right so my my dad and my mom played a pinnacle role in getting me to zero to 18 and then from 18 towards now it's pretty much just been you and me and yeah. obviously you know the support of family members and your mom and, and stuff like that but we've been each other's rock and support system and motivators and you know you've helped me realize when you know i'm not living up to my best version of me and that's important not everyone's willing to do that there's a lot of people who are willing to let you falter because they don't want to hurt your feelings or and or they just don't know how to help you and you have not so you know i would say yeah you oh wow yeah. And I appreciate that. I really, I can tell from your tone, yeah. Yeah, I'm very You're touched, excited. eh? If you had feelings, maybe you could express them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeling exuberated. Oh, you don't know what exuberation feels like. <laughs> <laughs> 
just letting you know, I, I express my feelings in words. Ah, uh, words of fiction, eh? <laughs> <laughs> Write a book, why don't you? <laughs> of course. Uh, okay, gotcha. Question 11. What is the biggest surprise you have learned about success at this point? The importance of reducing the amount of negative people and negative energy that uh, you have in your life, meaning for you to really be successful, I think, uh, you know, things like being able to distance yourself, whether that's physically, whether that's mentally, whether that's emotionally, whether that's relationships, you've got to cut out the cancers in your life, essentially. And that means sometimes being alone and not having anyone in your corner, but it is better to be alone than to surround yourself with, uh, with vipers and snakes. And a lot of people are vipers and snakes in hiding in yeah. human flesh. So it's really critical. And I didn't realize that because growing up, right, you constantly inundated from content media television film that show you that you know happy people are surrounded by people nope 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 lies and fairy tales <laughs> <laughs> happy people are probably the monks who are living by themselves <laughs> and not spending time talking to anyone for days on end as they float in the sky uh, <laughs> People will get in the way of you being happy. And I think that it, there's a misconception that like people make you happy. Nope. You've got to make you happy, which means you need mental space to do, to do that, which means you have to have a limited network. If your network is too big, you're going to really actually kind of hinder yourself from your own successful journey. Wow. Yeah. Good mm -hmm. point. And my thing I learned is success is not the same for everyone. Yes. I didn't know that growing up. Growing up, I thought that your net worth was the only way to judge your success. Mm. That's what that that's what it just seemed like. That money game. Yeah, that's like, what the media showed. And they always showed like, oh. And continues to show. And they, yeah, they still show that. They say, look how successful this person is. Correct. How many billions do they have? You know, Correct. that kind of thing. But, you know, that's there's a lot of different ways you can judge yeah, your success. Someone could be successful by just having a family. Like, that's their version of success. And that's beautiful and incredible. There's some people who they just climb wanted to... Yeah, they just wanted to climb, you know, the highest mountains. Mount the highest Kilimanjaro. Peaks. Of course. There are some people who want to just create animal shelters around the world. And that's what they do. It's everyone has to come up with, like a, we started with the conversation, their own formula and live that through into reality. Question 12, can you watch television and be successful? I think definitely yes. Mm. You can actually, if you wanted to, you could make a career out of watching TV. I like that. And you, you can even get paid for it if I you want it. I like the way you think. That to me is pretty great. You that like watching fantastic. TV, you're getting paid, so you're taking care of your responsibilities mm. and you're fine. All you, you could just search it online actually and you'll see that there's many ways that watching TV can bring you success. There's like, Tons and tons of articles on it. Mm -hmm. And I think another kind of side benefit of watching TV is it could also inspire you to do other things. Absolutely. You know, you get like new, it depends what the content you're what watching you consume, though too, right? Yeah. Like the content is very important in this mm -hmm. case, but I don't think it's necessarily an evil to watch TV. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I agree. I think you have to be mindful about the type of content you consume. Like anything else in life, you have to consume something with a sense of reasonability and it needs to be measured against or in proportion to all the other things you're doing. So we have 24 hours a day like everybody does on this planet. Ultimately, can you spend 15 hours a day watching TV and also accomplish your goals? Most likely not. You might t have to temper that to, I'm going to watch TV between two and eight hours or two and four hours a day. Probably eight is a bit much. Probably between one to three is probably a good range of, especially if you were like working or working out to it. So it's kind of multitasking there uh, in a healthy way, not a unproductive manner. That makes sense. But I think I completely agree. Some of my greatest ideas have been sparked by watching other people's content and seeing the gaps that are missing and, and inspiring me to say, you know what, I wish this was done X, Y, Z. I wouldn't even have had that thought had I not watched someone else's creation. So yes. Question 13. Are there signs that indicate you are achieving success? Ah, like roadmaps, like you're on the way, right? Like things yeah. are happening. So it depends first on how you define success, right? And what you're accomplishing. So for instance, if someone wanted, they wanted, they define success as 
having viral content as a content creator than as they have a piece of content and they see it's getting hundreds of thousands of views and then it's turned into millions of views. That would be a clear indicator that yes, they're what they achieved, what they marked as a successful goal is actually happening. But it, it really depends if you wanted to be a mother and you got pregnant and had your baby and that baby lived and had a prosperous life, That then yeah, you have signs along the way. So it all depends on what the goal is and depends on the time frame involved. I actually think that when you, the individual, have less to complain about, that's how you know you're on the right track. Because oh, oftentimes we like to complain about all these little things in our life and blah, blah, blah. But I, I think as you get more successful, there's less things that actually come to mind. That, that's what I think. I don't know. That, that's Are you throwing uh, digs? Are you throwing shade at no, someone? No, I'm just letting people know, you know, the mm-hmm. more you complain, maybe you're not as, you're not reaching the level of success that you want. Very noted. Okay. Question 14. <laughs> <laughs> Got to keep my mouth shut. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. Do you need religion to be successful? And this should be very interesting based on who you attributed to being the most driving force of success for you. Oh, yeah. Point. That's, I know that's interesting. Mm. But mine goes, uh, my driving force of success is completely separate of religion, though. Mm, so that's, okay. that's the good thing. Okay. Even though religion can talk about the my driving force, correct. I would have to say a resounding no. Mm-hmm. I think religion is just a specific set of beliefs, and for success, believing in yourself is more than enough. I don't preach on it. I mean, you can use religion, but it doesn't. It's not like the absence of it destroys any success for you. That's mm, I don't. Okay. I don't think it's so tied together like that. Okay. Yeah, I actually agree with you here. I think what's most paramount is spirituality and grounding to the universe. This will see you through to the outcome that's meant to happen for your successful journey. Whether you happen to be Muslim, Christian, Jewish, Buddhist, these are not determining factors of your success. That, that, those are renowned organizations and, and belief faith-based belief systems that might feed your soul and and that could help support the endeavor that you're trying to achieve. But like you said, the absence of being a part of such a faith system, I don't think cuts ties to you and success. No, it doesn't. Yeah. But I don't think it goes, I don't think it's contrary to say that we, and we've talked about that in just a previous episode about the connection between success and religion, which we will definitely cite to in the episode on welcomefree.com. Question 15. Do you need family support to be successful? Child, please. Uh, (laughs) The answer here is nope. Uh, Not even no, but nope. Uh, There are people in this world, you know, who don't have family, unfortunately. There are people who don't have family support and who have achieved so much in this world. So to say that you have to come out of a certain type of background or situation would do an injustice to those individuals. So I happily say nope, nope, nope. Yeah, of course, you don't need family support Mm -hmm. to be successful, Guess what? You can have other people that help you out and they don't, they're not blood. Mm -hmm. That blood is thicker than water thing is kind of funny. (laughs) That's a, it's a very funny saying is what I'll say. No, I think if I were (laughs) to have a child, I would teach them the complete opposite, which would be family is who you make it and, and you you decide who your family is. So if you happen to have family that you happen to be biologically connected to, good for you. Uh, if, if your whole family consists of people you're not biologically rated, uh, connected to good for you. <laughs> it doesn't really matter. It's it's really about people who are real, who are honest, who aren't vipers and snakes. That's what's key and critical here. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> Very much against the serpents. <laughs> Question sixteen. Well, I like snakes. I know yeah. you do, but I don't like them when they're covered in human flesh and they're trying to harm. Oh, har- uh, that's a different type. Yeah. Correct. Question sixteen. <laughs> do you need to read to be successful? Now, I'll surprise you with my answer, but it's not necessarily. Woo. I think it depends on the person, actually. Mm. It, it's see because what we like to think kind of like in the here and now, but yes. we don't think kind of outside our, our world. But yes. we could look. I don't know. There might be people today, but there's illiterate people who have accomplished a lot. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> so absolutely. how are they illiterate and still accomplishing things? That's and, true. And most likely that maybe that's successful in their eyes. I don't. I don't think yeah. reading is 
than critical then critical if you can be illiterate and still be successful because otherwise Ooh. yeah if reading was absolutely necessary then illiterate people can never be successful and that is not a true statement a hundred percent absolutely i had a illiterate family member who was very successful yes yeah, so it's their like life that and, and their success afforded the success for like dozens of people (laughs) so i uh you know that's interesting that you raise that point i i was going to say absolutely but since you've raised that point yes because and also why because there's not one way to do anything in life yeah so in my mind the book nerd is like of course you've got to read what you mean you don't read like i did a tiktok on it like what you mean you don't (laughs) read like i guys you got to see it it's fantastic (laughs) however I, I, I am a proponent that reading will help you on your journey. Is it an absolute necessity? No, I will, I will retract my prior thought and say it's not an absolute necessity, but will it help you go further faster? Probably. So you should do that because there's great knowledge, wisdom, and insight that you're going to gain from reading books and listening to books that's going to help you evolve and, and grow at a faster rate because you don't know what you don't know. And there's so many people who've provided all of that information in books and audiobooks that why not take advantage why limit yourself and why make your life that much harder just like sit down and read or listen to the book yeah it's a good way to like you said get to your goals quicker (laughs) yeah it's all about that efficiency piece i think question 17 what are the biggest distractions you will face when you are pursuing success Ooh, this is a good one. So I would say there's probably a lot that might come to mind for people. For me, what I've identified through coaching and through my own self journey of of working towards success would be laziness. It's super easy to just say, oh, I just wanted to lazy Saturday, it's lazy yeah. Sunday, next weekend. And that next weekend is 20 years from now. So that so procrastinating. procrastination, laziness, self-doubt. That is the killer of any dream. The people, what people say that they can't do in their mind is literally the definition of the limit that they have in their life. There are no limits in life other than the ones that exist in your mind. And we all walk around with narratives of all the things we can't do. And that's exactly the reality we live. It's not because we actually can't, but because you refuse to stop <laughs> limiting your mind. There you go. So that is a bit, that's a, a like number one with a bullet there. Anything's possible, right? You know how I live. I'm about to get a tattooed. Watch me. <laughs> Self-harm. Also, I think people do sabotage, right? They do these things where it's like, I could be successful, but I choose to not <laughs> by doing X, Y, Z, whatever that self-harm or that, that act of uh, <laughs> sabotage looks like for that person. Yeah. Toxicity. Toxicity is critical. Again, these vipers and snakes, sometimes we're married to them. Sometimes they're, they're mommy and daddy. Sometimes they're auntie and grandma and grandpa. Whatever form of madness they come in, eliminate it. And then also self-deception. When we refuse to stop lying to ourselves, <laughs> we could accomplish a lot more. But when we lie to ourselves and we refuse to be honest with ourselves, we really stand in our own way of success and our own blessings. And to add to that, mm-hmm. I will add impatience. Who are you, you mentioned, for? I mean, you mentioned that earlier, so I definitely had to bring it up because you didn't hit on that. But you definitely get impatient waiting for the success to happen. Distrust. It's mm. kind of like just distru- not trusting in the process. And yes, oh, that's a good one. Thinking that it's it, it can't happen. You know, you're just like, eh, it doesn't yeah. seem like it's going that way, and mm-hmm. so that can definitely mess you up. And then I kind of mentioned earlier about the jealousy oh, yes. aspect of it. Yes. <laughs> Success. Of others, you see others, others yeah, yeah, and you mentioned it too. Mm-hmm. That definitely is a reoccurring theme in success. <laughs> Absolutely, looking at other people. Yeah, that comparison game, guys, it's a losing proposition because there's always someone who has more than you and there's always someone who has less than you. Who cares? Live your narrative. Live your dream because you don't know what is going on in anyone else's life other than your own and you barely know what's going on with you. Boom, boom. So focus. Get focused on you. Question 18. Do you feel successful? Yes. And that's because I've created an enjoyable life with my life partner, which I value as success. (laughs) Now I come in at question 18. Nice. Yeah, I'm trying to like help leading. wrap it up. Ah, okay. Yeah. Well, we only have 21, with, with so good at package. least I made it there. Nice. <laughs> you know, well, you made good. it earlier, too. You were part of the universe, right? Or you maybe you're from a multiverse that I don't know of. 
That's a whole different and, episode. We're not even going down yeah. that yellow brick road. Yeah, I don't know. But you didn't conclude your... I included you earlier, but you didn't count it. So ah, no. I'm sorry. I did constitute the universe for Tasha. <laughs> <laughs> that's fascinating. Okay. That everything and everyone is just Tasha. Yeah. That's amazing. You know that's part of my belief system. That's amazing. Wowzers. <laughs> I have multiple... Yeah, that's interesting. I'm not even yeah, there. Yeah, that's a whole different episode, probably. Woohoo! I would say at 34, I've accomplished a lot in my life. Uh, I am a lawyer. I'm a content creator. I'm a coach. I'm a speaker. I'm a wife of seven plus years. We've been Good together. Job. Yeah, I've been together 16 years this month. Uh, I would consider myself a positive influence online, in person. I think that, yeah, I've done a lot at, uh, up until this date, and there's so much more to do. I'm definitely not even close to, to hitting every notch on the belt that I want. But yes, at this point, I agree. I would say you're successful, and I would say I'm successful as well. Question 19, do you need a mentor to be successful? Child, yes. <laughs> However, mentorship is going to come in many different forms. So it could be through this podcast. You could consider us your your mentors. Whether we ever speak doesn't mean that you can't take this content and, and allow it to seep into your heart and your mind and help you evolve and grow and be woken free. It could also have been a professor that you've had. It could be coworkers. It could be family members that are not toxic vipers. It could be, you see, I'm salty, guys. Yeah, <laughs> it could be friends that are not vipers let's okay. be specific <laughs> so not enemies then correct right. correct people who know. make you feel good not when it's convenient to them but when it's convenient to life which is always <laughs> what if they make you want to take a scarf and just pull it tight around yourself definitely not on oh. the the friend list that's okay. that counts here that's good to know yeah pro tip yep Public figures. There are people, you know, I attribute a lot of success to people I've never spoken to that I've never met, but because of their words and their wisdom and their insight and the lives that they lived, at least publicly speaking, I take and consume and and apply and execute in my own life. So absolutely, but it doesn't have to just be that one-on close relationship. I think mentorship comes in many different forms, shapes, and sizes. Initially, I would have thought the answer was no. But how you put it makes me think, yes, because mm-hmm. you say that you can have multiple mentors, not just yeah, one. absolutely. I was thinking if it was just one. But if you have multiple ones, it makes sense that you're gonna, absolutely. that helps you along the way. Yeah, there are people in my life who have inspired me. Like one of the greatest influences in my life has been Maya Angelou. I will never get to meet her. It's one of the greatest regrets I have. And I don't believe in living with regret, but I wanted to thank her for everything she did for me by sharing her story, her vulnerability, and showing me that you can be a woman who doesn't just have to wear one hat, that you can do many different things. She gave me permission to live the life I live today. Never met her. I would consider her a mentor. There are people in my life that are friends that have a totally different uh, perspective on life and and constantly challenge me to look at my perspective and figure out what I could do different and how I could improve myself and love myself better. So yeah, mentorship comes in so many different forms and, and fashion. I just think it's important though, like you said though, there's sometimes you have to look and identify the relationships clearly though, because there's some people who think they're your mentors, but really they're secret haters yeah. or they're they're in it for the wrong reason. And so it's, it's really about that honesty and that really identifying who's in your life and who's good for you and who's not. Now, question 20, we're getting down to the wire guys. Do you have to be optimistic to be successful? Definitely. Mm. Otherwise you're just going to thwart your path to success with a self doubt. Thwart. I like it. Very yeah. Harry Potter of you. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> that, you can't just be on that negative vibe because then hey. anything that comes up, you're like, well, that might fail, so I'm not going to do it. You know, so that be having a negative attitude will make you approach situations in a bad manner. Oh, That's what I You're think. not being optimistic? Isn't just putting your head in the sand? <laughs> I hate that. You can phrase. be optimistic and you can take your head out of the sand too, though. That's what's cool. Oh, so you're saying you could, you're suggesting you can be optimistic and pragmatic. Yeah. It's, ah. it's possible, but sometimes yeah, there's a lot of, <laughs> there's a lot of wishful thinking involved too. Correct. There is a lot of that and that's where it's kind of dicey, but you got to, generally you want to be optimistic. You can take, you could sometimes look and be pragmatic, but 
on a whole, just don't be so overly negative and, and look at all the ways you can fail because then that's yes. all you're going to do, right? Is go towards those failure routes. <laughs> I try to express this to certain people in life and they refuse to listen to me. And thus our conversations are thwarted. <laughs> yeah. Because just think about when the, just like the Wright brothers, when they were trying to get the mm. air, first airplane off the ground. Mm. I don't, I don't, I think they made over like a thousand prototypes. Correct, I so. And everybody looked at them and they were like, Fools, you'll never yeah. have powered Fools. flight. You make no sense. Yeah. But then they did it. And then what happened then? It's like, oh, you know, well, that's what people tell you, you can't possible. do that. Well, and then Audrey somebody Hepburn does it. Said possible is in the word impossible, right? So there you, that's why, I, that's why I am such a strong proponent that anything is possible because people will say something's impossible until you make it possible. It's impossible so you, to have electric cars for the masses. Correct. What's happening as we speak? What kind of revolution are we in correct. now? Exactly. So the future is <laughs> so here. Funny. And and I just argue and, and, and kind of put the thought out there that if you refuse to dream big and see a positive outcome for yourself, how will you ever achieve it? No one successful has ever said publicly. And again, if if I'm wrong, please put it in the comments because I want to know. I've never heard a successful person say that they attribute their success to their negative thoughts. I've never heard someone say They're like, say I that. was being pragmatic yeah. and it's a good thing I stuck to yes. those tenets. Otherwise, being I'd be done with. practical really helped me get to Hollywood. <laughs> like, said by no one ever. <laughs> it's about taking risk. It's about calculated risk. It's also about uncalculated risk. It's also a little bit of luck. It's also just that belief, that, that willingness to see a life for themselves, even when no one else around them could, that they dreamed. And, and there you go. Question 21. The last one. <laughs> what is the best trait you have that makes you successful? Well, I mean, I have so many. I'm true. Kidding, I'm kidding. We can I, well, do an episode true, on that. True that. <laughs> an episode on Tasha. <laughs> yeah, there's a whole episode series on you probably. Wonderful. We're going to really feed all of my admirers. It's going to be amazing. (laughs) Amazing. It's definitely in there somewhere. Can't get enough of it, guys. Can't get enough. Why are you so obsessed with me? (gasps) Too funny. I would say my creativity, my ability to see life differently and create things since I was a child really has helped shape and mold the woman and content creator I am today. I have never you know, limited my, my creative juices. I always think no matter how analytical I am, the creative aspect of things. And I think that I create really ingenious and, and really moving things, content, uh, uh, you know, work products, like all the stuff that I do, it really has fueled a lot of it from intelligence, but also my creativity. So I would say, for me, I'm most grateful and I think I contribute my successes to this point to my creativity. How about you? That makes sense. Yeah. I definitely have some creativity in myself, but mm-hmm. I think I attribute my success to my logic because that helps me step back and kind of think about things outside of emotional responses. Which you and, don't have, so let's just put that out there. Well, no, because I told you that all those can be simulated, so that's what's pretty okay, cool about crazy. that. Yep. You can you can make any emotion you want. It's just up to you. The mind is a powerful thing. And the Matrix is here. <laughs> no, it's not about the Matrix. <laughs> it's about just... T- t- sometimes you just got to think about things a little bit more. <laughs> Absent the heart. Yeah, because <laughs> sometimes you're trying to rely just on your emotion and your gut feeling, but... Mm-hmm. Sometimes you can actually rationalize what's happening. I know. If you had said my intuition, I would have like literally screamed laughing. <laughs> but like, you don't even believe in that word. <laughs> what are you saying? That'd be pretty funny though. Or, yeah. Or your my, or my belief in like, yeah, yeah. My belief in the future. Like. Yeah. <laughs> I, I've seen the future in my dreams. So I'd rely well, on that power. In your mind. Right? Yeah. You saw it in your mind. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's, yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. People have dreams and they see into the future and they rely on that to make get them their success. That's interesting if anybody does that. There are people who attribute their successful endeavors to kind of dreams or things that they've had. So I wouldn't discount that. But what I would say is it's not just that, right? You're not just going to have a dream and somehow achieve that. But it's that hard work. It's the connections, the networking, putting yourself out there, the creative content. I want to see the diary entry with the dream list that... And then I want to see the, them listening to success. Cr- thought she created Matrix. Didn't she say it was a 
like she had a dream or something like that, and then it turned into. I thought I, I thought I dream language was a part of that. I, yeah, I can't, I can't speak on it. I can't to be recall honest. if it's. I can't. If that's I, true or not. I can neither that confirm nor deny. Mine. Yeah, that could just have been. You had a dream that somebody else had a dream, and that made them successful. You know, I just had a weird dream or recently, success. and so it kind of made me have deja vu feelings. But I'm not sure quite if that's real or not. Yeah, yeah it's hard to I say. Have to think about it. I have to use more of my logical brain. <laughs> Yeah, well, you can use some of my logical juices if you need it. Well, yeah, since you have no emotions, I'll give you some. No, you you didn't listen to what I said. Simulate it. You're not a robot. Just so you know, you're made of flesh and bone. <laughs> <laughs> Come on now. Yeah. I can't have capabilities outside of what the Outside human... of the human body? Yeah. Okay. Well, outside of what humans think are the only okay, capabilities okay, okay, we okay. have. Muy bueno. It is that time again. It is coming to the end of our 159th episode of Woken Free. Wowzers, quite the episode. Doing another Woken Free story time called 21 Questions About Success. That was incredible. Was it not? Let's see. Si, senor. So will we leave you, Woken Free Nation, hanging for what our next episode will be about? On our next episode, we will be discussing polyamorous relationships. Ooh la la. See, Mia Moore. <laughs> Make sure you follow us on social media to follow along in the conversation. Make sure you tune in next week for Woken Free Wednesday to join the conversation at WokenFree.com. If you'd like to be a guest on the show, which... Pretty much, I think the best plan of action would be to aim for 2021 at this point. If so, and you're interested, hit us up on our contact us page at WokenFree.com. And that is W-O-K-E-N-F-R-E-E.com. So yes, you can send messages on social media, but what's best is going to the contact us page at WokenFree.com. That way you can detail who you are, what your proposal is, why you want to be on the show, what you want to be talking about, all that good jazz. Now, when it comes to social media, if you want to hit us up because A, content is fire, B, you're like, hey, I'm here, I see you, let's be friends, that's welcome too. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Pinterest, TikTok, at Woken Free. And then of course, if you're interested in a collaboration of some kind, whether it's for a product, uh, your business, dot, 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 where do you go? You know the drill. Contact us page at WokenFree.com. If you didn't already subscribe, please do share the episode and make sure you come back to join the conversation every Wednesday for Woken Free Wednesdays. Remember, Woken Free is more than a podcast. It is a way of life. Until next time. Be successful, y'all.